Hello and welcome to Self Love Unicorn Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Cupcakes. I'm an esthetician, blogger, yoga and Pilates teacher, a self-love coach, and the self-professed self-love unicorn. I believe in both inner and outer beauty, and I believe in learning how to be more comfortable in your own skin and loving the skin you're in. This podcast is going to be about everything it takes to be comfortable in your own skin, from the world we live in, to what we put in and on our bodies, to how we care for ourselves mentally and emotionally. It is about finding self-love through both inner and outer beauty. This podcast is part of my mission to help both women and men fall in love with the skin they're in through my passion for beauty, lifestyle, and wellness. I want to provide you with the tools you need to look and feel your best inside and out. My goal is that through skincare, healthy nutrition and exercise, and of course, a little inner work, I can help you find a balance, increase your confidence, find self-love, and become the most beautiful version of yourself. So don't forget to subscribe, and let's dive right into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Self-Love Unicorn Podcast. Um, I thought the best way to really start off this podcast was just to do a really good introduction for you guys. If you've been following me for a while, you probably know a little bit about who I am. Um, if you didn't tell from the introduction, I go by Christopher Cupcake. So I've kind of been all over. This is actually my third podcast show. Um, I currently do a blog, I do some YouTube videos, I'm all over Instagram. Instagram is totally my jam, so that's where I like to hang out the most, of course. But I really kind of was thinking about all of the things that I've done and kind of decided to evolve what I'm currently doing a little bit, and this podcast is a huge part of that. So whenever I go to like a new blog or a new website, one of the first things I always do is go to the About Us page. And I really want to learn a little bit more about the person behind that blog or behind that website to see if I really kind of click with them, if we really kind of vibe together. And then I may, you know, kind of want to go into whatever they're offering. So that's thought what I thought I would do with this first episode of this. I th- uh, podcast. I thought it would be good for you guys to learn a little bit more about me as in my journey as well, because I think that that is very important. Well, I do believe that our journey and where we've been in the past is very important because it does in some way kind of shape us. I think it's also important to realize that our past doesn't always define us. We're able to kind of change based on our own, you know, needs and desires, but where we come from is a huge part of who we are. So I thought I would share a little bit about my story with you guys so you can have a little bit more information about who I am, try to figure out if you're someone, or I'm someone rather, that you would want to work with. So my born in Cleveland, Ohio, and my parents divorced when I was very young. I think I was about five or six. And at that time, my mother and my older brother and I decided to move to Florida where my grandmother was living in Miami. So we moved in with my grandmother 
And on the way, my mother picked up a hitchhiker who she then became married to and had two other children with. So yes, my mother picked up a hitchhiker on the side of the road driving to Miami and was married to him for about seven or eight years and had two children with him. So that was her second husband. And that relationship with my father was always very strained when I was a child. I think that he knew from a very young age that I wasn't going to be his version of what a little boy was supposed to be. I remember even at a very young age, like two, three, four, five years old, being interested in things like dolls and stuffed animals. And that wasn't what he thought a little boy should be interested in. And a lot of the things that I've had to work on over the years stem from my relationship with my father. Um, my father and I have been on and off for many years. When I was 17, um, we didn't talk for a very long time. A couple years ago, when I got married to my husband, we had another conversation after not speaking for many years, and he basically said that I was an embarrassment and that I shouldn't be flaunting my gay lifestyle. And we kind of cut ties at that point and have never talked since. My father was very mentally, emotionally, and physically abusive towards me because I think he never thought of me as the boy that he wanted. I never had those typical boy interests. I was, you know, I'd rather play with the Barbies. I wanted to take dancing lessons and ballet lessons. I wanted to study piano. I was very artistic. I used to read a lot, which he didn't understand. He wanted someone who that would go fishing with him and hunting with him and be very outdoorsy. And I was just never that person. So we always butt heads and we were never really able to truly form a father and son relationship. And a lot of what I struggled with through my teens and my 20s stemmed from me not feeling worthy enough to have that relationship with my father. While my mother was always very supportive of anything I decided to do, and I had a very close relationship with my mother, it was always that relationship with my father that pained me a little bit, you know, even growing up and knowing that he didn't really accept who I was, I still sought out that attention from him. I still really wanted that acceptance from him. And I, even to this day, have never gotten it. But it really kind of defined a little bit of who I was growing up. I think when I was probably 11, I realized that I had this interest in boys, other boys and men. And I think that really kind of shaped my teen years because I came out to friends and a couple other people when I was 13, which you think 11 and 13 is very young. But I was just very aware of that. I didn't, when I was 11, I knew that I was attracted to other boys and um, men, but I didn't realize that it was wrong, quote unquote, or that some people didn't accept that, like my father, obviously. Um, when I was 13 and I came out, I was a little bit more conscious about how other people kind of looked at, you know, being gay. And it was around that time that I was very bullied. So throughout middle school and high school, I was very bullied. And I think being bullied and trying to fit in in school, trying to figure out 
what I am doing with this, you know, newfound interest in men and exploring my sexuality and, you know, trying to have this relationship with my father. I think I was always searching to just be this very perfect person. Like if I can be the perfect person, everybody will love me. I would do and change whoever I was with the people that I was around at that moment to find that acceptance with them. And this started me out with a eating disorder. So about the time when I was 13, and this went on for years well into my early 30s, I struggled with um, anorexia. So I was very thin. I refused to eat. I think that the more weight I could lose, the more perfect I would be, the more accepting people would be of me. If I could just look a certain way, if I could weigh a certain amount of weight, that would be the perfect time or the perfect body that everybody would just be like, wow, we can accept him now. And in my, you know, developing mind, being in middle school and high school, it didn't really register that that was never going to happen, that some people were just never going to like me. So I really sought out that attention. And I was very thin. A lot of people would comment on how thin I was. People would make jokes about it. But overall, a lot of people actually gave me very positive um, feedback on being so skinny. Like friends would say, oh, I wish I was as thin as you, or oh, I wish I looked like you. And this really went into my 20s. So I moved out on my own when I was 17. I put myself through high school and a first semester of college doing dual enrollment at the same time that I was also working a full-time job. I lived in a very small apartment, two-bedroom apartment with three other guys. And being out on my own at a very young age, I didn't have any kind of guidance or someone to mentor me. And I did go a little bit crazy. So I started clubbing a lot. I was doing a lot of drugs. I was drinking a lot, still managing to keep up my job and my grades. Somehow, by the grace of God, I graduated and managed to pay all of my bills. But I went a little bit crazy. I was doing a lot of drugs. I was drinking. And I think that that further fueled my weight loss because it was very easy for me to not eat, do a bunch of drugs, party, 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 stay up all night long. And I just remember that at this time I was getting all of this positive feedback. People would be like, oh, I wish my stomach was as flat as yours. I wish my legs looked like yours. I wish I had your willpower. And that further fed into this eating disorder because here I was getting all of this positive feedback. So I was like, wow, finally, people are starting to accept me. I finally have found maybe this perfect weight. So I would always work to, to contain that. And the way that I was doing that is I was not eating. I was exercising a lot. Of course, I was doing a lot of alcohol and drugs and just overall, just really unhealthy lifestyle. And I remember this one night we were out at a club and we were there for about 48 hours, 24 hours, 48 hours, something like that. We had been at the club for a good like day or two, kind of on and off. We would like go home, take a nap, go back. And like, I remember when we were at this like rave and when it ended and the DJ cut off the music and turned the lights on, I remember looking around and just thinking, wow, I really don't want this for myself anymore. 
do I hate myself so much that I would abuse drugs? I would not take care of my body properly. And as I was looking around at all of these people that were high on different drugs and just, they looked so sickly and pale and skeletal. And I was just like, I don't want this for myself anymore. That was really a defining moment for me where I started to think about myself in terms of how can I work on accepting myself and loving myself. I wasn't in any like serious relationships. And I always thought, well, maybe I'm too much for people. Maybe I'm too feminine for people. Maybe I'm too thin for people. Whatever, maybe I'm too fat for people. Whatever it was, I was just never in a relationship and I never felt anybody loved me. And it was this moment when the lights came on at this club that I was like, I get it. Lights went off and I was like, I'm never gonna find love until I really find love for myself first, until I really start to love myself first. And this started a very long process of me beginning work on myself. Um, part of that was cleaning up my act, getting off of drugs, um, eating healthier, trying to work out, but not as much as I was doing before. I started to put on a little bit of weight. But an eating disorder is something that you're always going to constantly be working on. It's always going to be there. There's always something that's going to trigger you. It's a road that you're always constantly walking. So even though at this time I really was kind of trying to clean up my act a little bit, I still, for another you know good 10, 15 years, still struggled with this eating disorder. And then I remember at that time I was cutting hair and I realized I didn't really want to do that anymore. So I moved into doing more aesthetics and makeup. So more facials, makeovers. I worked with a lot of different brands for over 10, 15 years. I worked with different makeup brands. I worked at different retail stores. And then I realized I kind of wanted to get out of that. And I thought, mm, I want something more corporate. So I'm going to become an event planner. So I went back to school, did some work in marketing and event planning and worked as an event planner for probably uh, three to five years around that time. And this is when I met my current husband and we fell in love and we've moved all over the East Coast. We've lived in Washington, D.C. We've lived in Boston. We just returned home last year to Florida where we're both from. So now we're here in Orlando, Florida. And after doing the event planning for a while, I kind of was like, mm, I don't really want to do this anymore. What's next for me? And as I was doing a lot of this internal work, I started a yoga practice. I started a Pilates practice and I started a meditation practice. Doing all of this personal inner work really kind of got me thinking about how can I help other people? In my past, I've working as an esthetician and a makeup artist, I always helped people to look good, right? So like I would do their makeup, I would take care of their skin and make them really look good on the outside. But that gives us a little bit more confidence. If we feel like we look really good, we kind of take that internally and we start to feel a little bit better about ourselves. So I started thinking, wow, this yoga Pilates meditation practice I've been doing is really doing some great inner work for me. Like, I want to do that for other people. I don't want to help people just look good. I want to help people feel good. So then I got certified as a yoga instructor. And then from there on, I went and got certified as a Pilates instructor. So for the past 
eight years I've worked as a yoga and Pilates teacher until moving back here to Florida. I actually had my own Pilates studio up in the Boston area um, and closed that down when I moved here to Florida. So Florida, I'm back in Florida, I'm trying to figure this all out and everything's coming back to me and I'm really thinking like this interest in skincare and makeup is a passion of mine. It's something that I want to share. I have all this knowledge and experience and I want to share that with other people. My yoga and meditation and Pilates experience, I have all of that. I want to share that with people. And I really started thinking about like, how am I going to do this? Okay, I'm going to use yoga and Pilates as my career. It's what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach people. I'm going to help them. And then I'm going to use YouTube and I'm going to start a beauty channel and that's going to be my outlet for my creativity and passion for everything skincare and makeup. So I've been doing that for the past year and it still hasn't really kind of clicked. I was like, there's still more out there. I still don't know what it is. I feel a little bit stuck. What is the next thing? I'm always on to the next thing. So I recently had a conversation with my friend and we were talking and she was like, well, what about your yoga and Pilates? And I said, well, my yoga and Pilates idea has always been to help people. My like mission with doing that is to help people to feel comfortable in their own bodies. It's not about being a certain size at Lululemon. It's not about seeing a number on a scale. It's not about weight loss. I want to help people. I want to help everybody and every body of all shapes and sizes, ages, physical conditions, fitness levels, to just become more comfortable in their bodies and teach people that workouts can be fun. It doesn't have to be this weight loss. So my experience with my eating disorder and intense workouts where I was punishing my body, even though I went through all of that, I still hated my body. Now I'm at this place where I'm comfortable in my body and it's like, how do I share that with other people? So my practice always comes from this place my teaching, rather, of yoga and Pilates always comes from this place of helping people to be more comfortable in their own bodies. But I'm still stuck on this, like, skincare and makeup heart. So I'm talking to my friend who's the life coach, Coach Jenny. Shout out to her. Go check her out, coachjenny.com. That's Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E. And so I'm talking to her, and I'm like, but I really want to do this beauty thing too, but, like, how do I do it? And she's like, well, why can't you do both? And I'm like, I can't do both. I can't be a yoga teacher and a Pilates teacher and a makeup artist and this and that and a blogger and a YouTuber and all this other stuff. And she's like, yes, you can because it's you. You are this person. And then she told me, which I'll never forget because I was a little bit shocked. And she was like, you're a life coach. And I'm like, how am I a life coach? I teach people how to do yoga poses and to work out on the Pilates reformer and how to take care of their skin. I'm not a life coach. And she's like, you are because you're helping people, but you're helping them in a different way. And then it made me realize that this interest I've had with all of these things have always had one thread throughout that was really my inspiration for doing all of these things. And that was helping people to feel good. And even, in a way, helping people to look good. Because like I said earlier, if we look good, we feel good, right? So I was like, that's it. I really want to help people feel more comfortable in their own skin and learn to love the skin they're in. And that's what this whole entire podcast is going to be about. 
So through all of these things, all of these experiences that I've had, the journey that I've gone on, I want to take all of that and I want to help other people. I want to help you learn to love the skin that you're in. And I know that that sounds weird because I'm like talking about skincare and makeup as well, but then people are like, well, how can you love the skin you're in if you're covering it up with makeup? But that's not really what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about taking care of your skin so that you feel more comfortable in your skin. Your skin is in Oregon, just like you would have to take care of your body to feel good internally, you have to take care of the outside of your body so you feel good externally. So it all comes together and it I really had this aha moment talking to Coach Jenny where I was like, wow, that's really kind of what I've been doing for the last like 20 plus years and didn't really know that there was this common thread running through it all. So I really want to move into this place of helping people find self-love. So instead of calling myself a life coach, because I don't, I can't really wrap my head around that yet. Okay, Jenny, I know. Um, I'm calling myself a self-love coach because what I really want you to do is find that self-love. I went through so many different experiences and things and just really shitty, awful things happened to me over the years, but I still managed to find some self-love. So what I'm here to do is to help you fall in love with the skin you're in and learn to be more comfortable in your body. I hope that all of the things that we share in this podcast, all of the tools that I'm going to provide you will really help you to do that. Now, if you want to work one-on-one with me, that we can do as well. We can definitely work one-on-one. I have a program called the Love Your called the love your I can't talk I have a coaching problem called love the skin you're in coaching program so it is a one-on-one coaching program where we will do different things to kind of figure out some goals kind of figure out the struggles that you're going through how to overcome them we're going to work together to help you find self-confidence self-love and really find some balance in your body as well this is all about finding both that inner and outie beauty within yourself. I'm getting to the point where I can't talk anymore, so forgive me. But so like I said on this podcast, I'm going to provide you with some different tools to help you find self-love. I have a couple different people that I'll be interviewing and bringing on the show. We're just generally going to have a great time. So if you guys have any topics you'd love to have me cover, you can always comment or email me at christopher.com cupcakes1 at gmail.com. Let me know what you want me to cover on the show. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. If you would, I would love it if you guys could rate and comment this uh, podcast as well. So help me out a little bit. And I look forward to connecting with you guys in social media. So follow me on all of my social media. Like I mentioned at the beginning, Instagram is my jam. So go follow me over there. It's Christopher.Cupcakes. And I look forward to connecting with you guys in a future podcast. Thank you so much. 